Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. We have clouds right now, 43 in Manassas, 43 in Metro Center, and Frederick right now, 41 degrees. At 259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. The main suspect in multiple carjackings in D.C. this morning is dead after a shootout with police. And breaking news, Broadway legend Cheetah Rivera has died. Why Montgomery County will have to begin the search for a new police chief. I'm Kate Ryan. What's driving D.C. gun violence? Number one reason is personal disputes. I'm Nick Ainelli. Some Montgomery County parents raise concerns about a middle school's response to a serious fight. I'm Mike Marilla. Hot coaching name and the commander's wish list may not be a contender for the job after all. On Wall Street, the Dow up 137, but the NASDAQ down 108. It is 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Monica Ricks. Broadway legend Cheetah Rivera has died. Come on, baby, why don't we paint the tag? And all that jazz. The dancer, singer, and actress earned 10 Tony nominations, winning twice in a career that spans seven decades and forged a path for Latina artists on stage. Her daughter released a statement confirming Rivera died after a brief illness. She was 91 years old. The Justice Department says it's now investigating Democratic Congresswoman Cori Bush of Missouri and whether she misused campaign funds for her personal security. Bush admits she did hire her husband. I retained my husband as part of my security team to provide security services because he has had extensive experience in this area and is able to provide the necessary services at or or below fair market rate. Bush says she is fully cooperating with the feds. Former President Trump celebrating a decision that keeps him on the primary ballot in Illinois. Critics have been fighting to remove him from ballots in several states as the Supreme Court weighs his eligibility over his role in the January 6th insurrection. President Biden had strong words for Iran today after a drone strike in Jordan that killed three U.S. service members over the weekend. CBS's Linda Kenyon's at the White House. The president is blaming Iran-backed militia groups for the attack. You hold responsible in the sense of supplying the weapons to the people who did it. Well, Mr. Biden declined to say what he plans to do about it. He did say this. I don't think we need a wider war in the Middle East. That's not what I'm looking for. President Biden met with his national security team yesterday as he weighs his options on how how and when he will respond. In the West Bank, correspondent Robert Berger has more on a daring Israeli military raid. This was like something out of a movie. Israeli commandos disguised as medical staff and Muslim women raided a hospital in the West Bank town of Janine. They went to a room and using guns with silencers, they killed three Palestinian militants. The army said the wanted men were planning a major terrorist attack. Several people have died after a tourist boat sinks in Mexico. At least four people are dead, including a child and others missing after a boat ferrying more than a dozen people sank off the coast of Cancun. The goddess of the sea was carrying 16 tourists and three crew members when it began to sink in rough seas. The captain has now been taken into custody and is facing charges. That's CBS's Matt Piper. And X has restored searches for Taylor Swift after a temporary ban this weekend. The platform says pornographic AI images were spreading. This is CBS News. 
Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. It's 3.03 on Tuesday, January the 30th. We have clouds with temperatures right now in the low 40s. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top local story this hour on WTOP. We are getting new details about a savage and deadly crime spree that started in D.C., spanned nearly 12 hours over two days, and then ended in Prince George's County. It began late yesterday afternoon with a series of carjackings, the shooting death of one of the victims, confrontations with police, and finally with the suspect shot dead by officers. WTOP's Neil Augenstein starts our team coverage from the district. I'm grateful to law enforcement for finding the person we believe is responsible. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, it started at 545 Monday afternoon. A man gets into a parked vehicle on 9th Street Northwest, eventually shoots the driver who's in critical condition. 720 last night, the suspect was on 3rd Street Northeast near Gallaudet University. Displays a firearm, demands the vehicle, and then he shoots a male individual. He then takes the vehicle and he flees from the scene. Assistant Police Chief Jeffrey Carroll said that man died. Over the next several hours, there were several carjackings. At one point, the suspect fired a shot that hit a D.C. police cruiser. The officer was not hurt. It does appear to be more of a mental health situation than a going out to commit carjackings or to commit a crime for financial gain or to get a vehicle. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. Now WTOP's Luke Luker picks up the story in Prince George's County. After he shot at the D.C. officer, the suspect in a Nissan Rogue traveled to Laurel and shot at a Maryland state trooper that was helping a stranded driver on the interstate before speeding away. No one was injured there. A description of the car was sent out to all law enforcement agencies in the area and at around 4.30 a.m. two new Carrollton officers found that abandoned Nissan Rogue here in the middle of Annapolis Road and began looking for the driver. During their canvas, officers encountered an adult male who walked up to them. During that encounter, this male produced two handguns. Thomas Lester with the Attorney General's office says that's when both officers pulled their guns and shot and killed the man. Neither officer was injured. Since the shooting involves police, the case has been handed over to the AG's office. Both officers are on administrative leave. In Prince George's County, Luke Luker, WTOP News. 3.05 for the second time in two days, we have a local police chief saying goodbye to his job. He's been on the job for nearly 40 years, and now it's the Montgomery County Police Chief retiring. Here's WTOP's Kate Ryan with our story. After 38 years on the job, Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones announced he's retiring effective July 1st. In his announcement, Jones said the timing is right and that he won't be going far. He'll remain active in the community. Jones was named chief in November of 2019 after serving in the department since 1985. Montgomery County Executive Mark Elrich said Jones has served the county during unprecedented times, including the COVID pandemic, the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd, and calls for police reforms. Elrich credited Jones with helping to modernize the department while advocating for his officers. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Just yesterday, Alexandria Police Chief Don Hayes says he is retiring from the force after 44 years on the job there and a couple of years as chief. He's taking a job with the federal government. Well, now to the district where increasing gun violence has been a persistent problem in recent years. A new report takes a look at some of the reasons behind that spike. What's driving D.C. gun violence? 
Number one reason is personal disputes. That's Christy Love, the executive director of the Criminal Justice Coordinating Council, an independent D.C. agency that identifies public safety challenges. The group released a new report showing that certain posts online play a major role. Videos, music videos that are taunting rival neighborhoods, also posts and photos and other types of videos that can be taunting and perpetuating violence. And she says black residents are impacted the most, with about 95 percent of victims and suspects in homicides being black, despite black residents comprising only 46 percent of the overall population in D.C. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs may be heading to the Super Bowl in about two weeks, but every other team in the NFL right now is prepping for next season. Well, there are currently two head coaching positions open in the league, one of them with the commanders. Names are floating around as team management holds interviews and meetings this week, but now we're getting word one big contender is not coming to Washington. Detroit Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson says he'll stay in Detroit next season. He told the uh, commanders while they are en route to Detroit to meet with him today. Now, they're also scheduled to meet with defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn of Detroit as well. So they're going to still go through with that. But he did meet with uh, Ben Johnson, did meet with the Seahawks yesterday. It was supposed to be the commanders today, but has told them no. Now, Adam Schefter reporting this afternoon that his asking price was scaring some teams away. Mm. And we had seen a report earlier this offseason. He was asking somewhere around 14 or 15 million so that just goes to show you that if that is the case, then Josh Harris and his group, they're not going to overpay for the quote-unquote hot candidate, which is a change from the past. And that's WTOP Sports Director and Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace. More coming up at 325. Coming up in money news after traffic and weather. Walmart has a new way to show you what you're looking for. I'm Jeff Glabel. 308. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. A little paving in South Arlington on South Glebe Road at South Arlington Ridge Road and Mount Vernon Avenue. One lane is getting by under crew direction. In Springfield on the Interloop of the Beltway, the crash essentially cleared. Uh, just a couple vehicles remaining on the right shoulder. Some other slowdowns in the Beltway like uh, north of Tyson's around past the Kensington Chevy Chase exit and uh, towards Silver Spring and a few other spots as well. But uh, overcast rush hours usually a little smoother. And so far, we're off to a fair start under mostly cloudy skies. 270.95 in Baltimore, Washington Parkway in decent shape. Northbound, some slowdowns and separate stretches on the parkway. In the district on DC 295, northbound traffic still slowly coming off the 11th Street Bridge and over Pennsylvania Avenue and into a work zone. It was one lane getting by, but crews in DC do tend to wrap up during the 3 o'clock hour. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Check of our forecast now from 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Steve Rudin. Clouds continue to increase for the remainder of the afternoon, so if you have hopes for sunshine, you're not going to find it with temperatures in the 40s. As we head into the overnight, a fast-moving weather maker will move across the area. It will keep our skies cloudy, may see an isolated shower, a stray snowflake or two, but mainly well north and west of D.C. By tomorrow morning, everything will clear on out of here, Partly to mostly cloudy skies, middle to upper 40s. Thursday, we'll see a mix of sun and clouds with highs in the mid-50s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin and the First Alert Weather Center. Tough to get past the mid-40s here today. We're at 44 in Woodbridge, 41 in Upper Marlboro, 43 in downtown D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 
Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. UPS, the shipping giant, is cutting 12,000 jobs after forecasting lower than expected shipping business this year. UPS also announced today that it expects most of its corporate employees to be back in the office five days a week. COVID is now costing Pfizer. The U.S. government is returning six and a half million unused doses of Paxlovid, meaning Pfizer will reverse three and a half billion dollars in revenue it originally booked for the government sale. Pfizer's revenue from its COVID vaccine last quarter was down 53 percent from a year ago. Walmart stores are big. Sometimes it's hard for shoppers to find what they're looking for. Walmart is going to test a new app feature that lets shoppers type in what they're looking for. That will trigger a flashing light in the aisle where it is. The Dow is up 126 points. The S&P 500 is down two points. The Nasdaq's down 113 points. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Coming up on WTOP. We're going to check in with the code at an off the beaten path Maryland museum dedicated to secrets. I'm Matt Koufax. It's 312. When your back pain is your foot's fault, this is Dean's story. It was affecting me when I walked, which is a kind of a common activity. Dean's chronic back pain had become a pain in the you-know-what. At first, I just sort of ignored it, but eventually everything catches up to you. Physically and mentally. Back pain affects your mood. It really does. But that's not the only connection Dean made. A friend of mine suggested I go to the Good Feet store. I was a little confused. Why would I need a foot store? My feet are fine. But he thought, what the heck? He had nothing to lose. They took impressions of my feet, and with the footprint, they were able to get me a personalized arch support that, like, lifted pressure off my back. Hmm. So the source of your back pain was right under your toes. It's something maybe I should have known, but I found out in the nicest possible way. See how Arch Supports work for you with a free fitting. The Good Feet Store has locations across Greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. In a world where winter's chill can be unforgiving, there's a beacon of warmth and hope for our neighbors in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund in partnership with the Salvation Army. Thousands of our neighbors face the harsh cold without proper heating, but we can make a difference together. This winter, be the warmth they need. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation that helps a neighbor in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund is a lifeline for families struggling to stay warm. By visiting waffhelp.org, you can give the gift of heat to those who need it most. Your neighbors will thank you for your generosity. That's waffhelp.org, where compassion meets action. Give the gift of warmth this winter. Visit waffhelp.org today. Join us in spreading warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of those in need. Visit WAFHelp.org to get started making a difference in the lives of your neighbors today. Later this hour, we'll get an update this afternoon on WTOP Neil Augenstein's cancer diagnosis. Keep it here on WTOP. They want you to change your name. Archie Leach doesn't cut it. Anything come to mind? Cary Grant. He was Hollywood's greatest leading man. But Cary Grant is a character. Be very careful about how he's perceived. Yet few truly knew him. I have loved a lot of people, and everyone's broken my heart. I'll never let you. 
Based on the remarkable true story. You know what's wrong with you? No, why? Jason Isaacs is Archie, the man who became Cary Grant, now streaming only on BritBox. People are driving 20, 30, 60 miles for the area's most incredible Toyota deals. And it all starts with just a click at twicethechoices.com. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make it all twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. Twice the Toyota selection, twice the Toyota savings, all with twice the Toyota customer service you deserve. The secret is out. The Toyota partnership that's putting dreams and driveways all around the Beltway. Point, click, and save. Twicethechoices.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 315, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for joining us. It's an off-the-beaten-path D.C. area museum that you have to crack the code to get to. In today's edition of Mad About Town, WTOP's Matt Koufax goes top secret to check out the National Cryptologic Museum in Maryland. It's like, is this legal? Like, I'm like, yeah. If you turn left at the light, you get to our museum. If you go straight, your car's going to be taken apart. So it's one of those things. About halfway between D.C. and Baltimore, you'll find a museum dedicated to the art of making and breaking secret communications. These were the actual servers that created the nuclear codes for the United States from the 1980s all the way until, let's call it, very recently. Compared to the NSA next door, it's a small, unassuming building. But the three galleries inside the National Cryptologic Museum hold big secrets. It's absolutely fascinating. It just strikes my nerd, museum nerd heartstrings. From a tool that Thomas Jefferson likely used to send coded messages during the revolution. This is the oldest known cipher wheel on the planet. To a German Lorenz cipher machine used by the commander of Nazi forces on D-Day. It's one of these things that may have sent one of the most important messages of the 20th century. The museum explores how intelligence gathering shaped our country and modern technology as we know it. We are the only museum in the entire intelligence community that's completely open to the public. Director Vince Hotland says you can even go hands-on to try and decode your own secret messages on two authentic World War II machines which inspired the 2014 movie The Imitation Game. Everyone thinks Enigma is unbreakable. Let me try and we'll know for sure. People who come here can actually try and break a code themselves. We have two captured real German enigmas that were, were captured by the Americans during the Second World War on display that are not just for looking at. Actually, okay. they're operable. And that kind of thing, that real flavor like you're talking about, the authenticity of it makes it all the better. At the NSA, Matt Koufax, WTOP News. And there's a whole lot more to see at the National Cryptologic Museum. You can find out all that stuff. Matt's video of these code-breaking machines on WTOP.com. Search Matt About Town. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. A series of violent and deadly shootings and carjackings in D.C. and Prince George's County ends with the suspect being shot to death by police. Montgomery County's police chief announced today he is retiring this summer, and it's sooner than earlier expected. And arguably the biggest star ever to step on a Broadway stage has died. Cheetah Rivera was 91, and we'll have a CBS special report. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. WTOP's Traffic and Weather on the 8th brought to you by Wolf Trap, John Legend, James Taylor, Bob Weir, and more will be at Wolf Trap this summer. Wolf Trap members get access to exclusive pre-sales. Join today at wolftrap.org. 
Scott Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. One place we don't get rush hours anymore is the Dulles Toll Road near Wolf Trap. Traffic is moving well there and really across most of the region. It's an overcast afternoon, usually a more subdued traffic flow on the cloudy days, less rushing, less crashing, hopefully. And really, there aren't any big crashes to bring your attention to. There is a work zone in South Arlington slowing the pace for drivers on South Glebe Road near Arlington Ridge Road. Single file getting by both ways on Glebe. 395 slow and separate stretches from the Pentagon past Glebe toward King Street and Seminary Road. The crash on the Interloop near Braddock Road is clear. Some heavy traffic near the Legion Bridge, but so far so good there and also farther around just routine congestion between Old Georgetown Road and Georgia Avenue. Some slowing near Greenbelt Station farther around and no big deals north of the Beltway on 270, 95 or the Baltimore Washington Parkway. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Dave Deldine, WTLP Traffic. Let's head over to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Meteorologist Steve Rudin joins us now. Steve, we've got clouds and then I guess we've got a little bit of something coming tomorrow. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, not a whole lot, though. Uh, so uh, don't get your hopes up on anything major or, for that matter, anything little, because it's not going to really be anything at all. As we head through the remainder of the afternoon and through the evening, clouds are going to stick around. We do have a weather maker that's off to the west of us, but it's moisture-deprived. It's fast-moving, and once it arrives here, it's going to have hardly any impact on our region. We are going to keep clouds in the forecast tonight, perhaps a stray raindrop or two. Northern and western suburbs, a wet snowflake or two farther off toward the north and west, especially the higher elevation. Elevations. Temperatures will be in the 30s early tomorrow morning. Tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy skies. So glimmers of sunshine will be in the mid to upper 40s and a better looking day and a warmer day on Thursday with highs in the mid 50s. We'll stay in the lower 50s come Friday, Saturday and Sunday. It's 42 in Springfield, 40 in Potomac and 43 in Northwest D.C. Thank you, Steve. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same day service, seven days a week. Still ahead on WTOP, we're remembering the life and legacy of Cheetah. Rivera, the dancer, singer, and actress who leapt to stardom on Broadway. She's died at the age of 91. It's 320. carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 cars for kids Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Dad's doctor says it's time to focus on quality of life and comfort. I'm not sure where to start. I'm glad you called, Jessa. We can help. When you reach out to Jessa, our hospice nurse will meet you at home for an assessment that's completely covered by Medicare to create a comprehensive care plan so you can truly be present in the moments you and your loved one share. Medicare and most insurances cover hospice 100%. Contact Jessa at JSSA.org. Proudly serving Montgomery County. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. 
CBS News special report, Cheetah Rivera has died. The actor originated roles in Broadway musicals, including her breakout role as Anita in West Side Story. A boy like that, kill your brother. To playing Velma Kelly in Chicago. Come on, babe, why don't we paint the tag? She turned 91 just a week ago. According to a statement released by her daughter, she died in New York after a brief illness. Rivera spoke to CBS Sunday Morning just last year. She said while a teenager, she studied classical dance during the day, but at night, she explored a different side of herself dancing at Manhattan's Palladium Nightclub. I discover the rhythm. I discover the beat. I discover my heartbeat. I was becoming attuned to my sex appeal. And the rhythm was hot. She garnered 10 Tony nominations, winning twice. Cheetah Rivera dead at the age of 91. CBS News Special Report. I'm Matt Piper. Cheetah Rivera grew up here in D.C. We'll have more on her life and legacy all through the day here on WDTOP. 323, she saved lives during a deadly shooting on the Metro system nearly a year ago. Now the Prince George's County Council is honoring Shantae Trumpet. She was able to wrestle the gun away from a shooter while on a train at the Potomac Avenue Metro station in February of last year. Council Chair Jolene Ivey calls Trumpet a hero. While the train sat at the Potomac station... Ms. Trump had found the opportunity to disarm the gunman and throw the gun off the train. In concert, other passengers took immediate action to immobilize the gunman. A Metro employee died. Two passengers were injured in that shooting. The man charged, Isaiah Trotman, is set to go on trial next year. When should the school community be told about serious issues on campus? It's a question being raised by some parents in Montgomery County who say that one middle school waited too long to tell them about a serious fight. Our story from WTOP's Mike Marillo. Last Wednesday, a fight that happened as students were dismissed from Lakelands Park Middle School resulted in a student being taken to the hospital. Her condition is not known. It wouldn't be until Friday that parents in the school community were notified about what took place. They were also told the school talked to kids about it in a town hall. Parent Holly Flores believes the school not only waited too long to tell parents, but also should have involved parents in the town hall. You don't know what they're saying to them. You don't know how, if they're telling them to be hush-hush, if they're telling them don't say this, don't tell your parents that. Chris Cram with Montgomery County Public Schools says while they aim to notify parents the same day of serious incidents, in some cases the investigation into what happened delays that. He also says Gaithersburg Police was called to take a report in the case. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. All right, George Wallace is here trying to sort out what in the heck is going on with the commander's coaching search, and we have a big development this afternoon. We do, Sean. Yeah, Ben Johnson, Lions offensive coordinator, has withdrawn his name uh, for consideration to uh, for any head coach. He's going to stay with Detroit for another year as the OC. He's only 37 years old. He will be a hot candidate again next year. Unless the Lions completely go the other way on offense. But they have a lot of young stars, though. I don't see that happening. But the uh, So he told the Seahawks and the Commanders he's staying put. He told the Commanders as the contingent was in route to Detroit to interview him. They're also going to talk with uh, defensive coordinator of the Lions, Aaron Glenn, today as well. So that was already planned. Team did talk with Mike McDonald yesterday, Dan Quinn today, and uh, then uh, McDonald heading to Seattle. So two jobs open, some candidates out there. Bobby Slowick's name hasn't been mentioned in a little bit. His name is still uh, out there as well. So we'll see what direction Washington does, in fact, go as Ben Johnson 